Amanda, remember that time the Disney Channel taught me about Kwanzaa? Remember That Time and Historical Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Webb. And I'm your host, Anna Webb, and this is a podcast where two sisters totally geek out about their favorite moments in history. And today is the first of our two holiday episodes. <laughs> our whole two holiday episodes. <laughs> and uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about Kwanzaa today. Yeah, I'm excited. This is the second time we've recorded this uh, It sure episode is. Because I, I kid you not. Listeners, the second I hit stop on recording, my audio was like, hmm, nope, didn't save any of it correctly. So the podcast gods decided to eat this episode. I guess so. So, so I they required their They required their um, holiday sacrifice, which we gave <laughs> to them in the form of our lost audio. Unwillingly. Yeah, unwillingly. And now the po- podcast gods are appeased. And we can talk Hopefully. about history like normal. Let's hope so. Yeah. Ugh. I think they got mad because I was just drinking a Sprite before and maybe that was boring. Mm. Well, what are you drinking this time? Well, today I'm drinking some spiced apple cider from a Christmas mug. Mm. I'm drinking a milkshake. <gasps> a milkshake? Yeah. yeah. I got home from work essentially school but still is work and i wanted a milkshake so bad so i went to sheets and i got a milkshake what kind of milkshake chocolate peanut butter oh i don't like peanut butter i needed that peanut butter real bad i I was craving it i miss milkshakes i i don't do milk um i (laughs) my body's not into dairy um yeah though my brain is uh and i miss milkshakes (laughs) I love milkshakes. I do have water on standby because inevitably I will finish the milkshake or it will become too sugary and I will not want it anymore and then I will want the water so the water is present. Fair enough. Never fear. I always have it. All right. Well, then let's let's get into this gig. Yeah. Let's talk about Kwanzaa. I learned a lot about Kwanzaa from the Disney Channel classic cartoon the proud family so good because they did an episode about kwanzaa Mm -hmm. and that was really the first time i kind of like learned anything about it like i knew kwanzaa was a holiday and i i knew a very base level what it was about but that was like the first thing that sort of taught me anything about the holiday itself right it's a good one though Mm-hmm. I recommend it if well I was gonna say if you have Disney Plus you can watch it but they don't have the series on there for whatever they reason. only have the movie oh it doesn't make any sense it doesn't that's a rant for another time <laughs> so Kwanzaa is created in 1966 by American black power activist and secular humanist Melana Karinga I'm sorry if I said it wrong I that's the other thing. Disclaimer. There's a lot of Swahili in this episode. A lot of Swahili. And I can't pronounce any of it. I I have tried. I'm just, I am afraid that I'm butchering it and I don't want to make it sound terrible. So mm-hmm. I'll probably skip over some Swahili words. So I'm sorry. Um, I'll tell you what they all mean, but I can't, I, I can't say them. Um, so Karinga was originally named Ronald McKinley Everett, but he took this new name um, during his days at UCLA. While he was at UCLA, he studied Swahili and Arabic. 
So Karinga is Swahili for keeper of tradition, and Maulana is Maulana is Swahili Arabic for master teacher. Love it. It's just like a symbolic sort of um, yeah name. Mm-hmm. So Kwanzaa is created specifically as an African American holiday. I mean, it was created right. in America, so yeah, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. It begins the day after Christmas, so December twenty sixth. And it runs through January 1st, so it runs through the new year. Well, right. into the new year. Yeah. I I didn't know that it was not like Hanukkah and that the dates are the same every year. I assumed mm-hmm. it changed every year. But I guess if I like looked back at my old calendars, I would see that it doesn't. Like, I just didn't know that. Yeah, well, Hanukkah is based on a different calendar. Exactly. So and that's why it, it moves. Yeah, it. I don't... I want to like floats it's like a floating holiday i guess for mm-hmm. lack of a better term it, it's yeah, that's a good way to put it days every year yes it's yeah. not the same days every year uh kwanzaa was created based on this calendar so they got to pick exactly. the dates and the dates yeah. are set yes so kwanzaa the word derives from the swahili phrase matunda ya kwanzaa i tried that one don't know if i got it right um <laughs> but it means first fruits of the harvest mm-hmm. um so the celebration is based a lot on these sort of fruit, first fruit or harvest celebrations that were traditional in African cultures. So I'm going to read this quick quote from the History Channel's website. Shout out to History.com. I love Always History.com. Always looking out for us on this podcast. <laughs> I love History.com. It's just like a quick synopsis. You yeah. know what I mean? Where I can get... Mm-hmm. Some Very accessible. I appreciate yes, it. Yes, yes. So history.com says, after the Watts riots in Los Angeles, Dr. Karenga searched for ways to bring African Americans together as a community. He founded Us, a cultural organization, and started to research African first fruit or harvest festivals. Karenga combined aspects of several different harvest celebrations, such as those of the Ashanti and those of the Zulu, to form the basis of Kwanzaa. Nice. Yeah. So these first fruit celebrations go way back, like as far as ancient Egypt and Nubia, <clears throat> and they're present in a lot of modern African cultures as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the information I'm going to give you from here on out comes from the official Kwanzaa website. Another thing I love on this podcast, when there is an official website for yeah. the thing that you are researching. Yeah. So <laughs> makes any- life... So much easier. Yeah. And if you guys want to do more, like, reading about Kwanzaa, there's a lot of good stuff on that website. And Mm -hmm. I don't remember the exact site. I think it's just, I think it's just officialkwanzaa.com. I don't know. I'm going to find it now Mm -hmm. so I can give it to you. Oh, no. It's just officialkwanzaawebsite.org. God bless. Very straightforward. Makes life easier. Yeah. So Kwanzaa builds on the five fundamental activities of continental African first fruit celebrations. And those are ingathering, reverence, commemoration, recommitment, and celebration. So this is straight from the website. It says, therefore, Kwanzaa is a time of ingathering of the people to reaffirm the bonds between them. A time of special reverence for the creator and creation in thanks and respect for the blessings, bountifulness, and beauty of creation. 
a time for commemoration of the past in pursuit of its lessons and in honor of its models of human excellence, our ancestors, a time of recommitment to our highest cultural ideas in our ongoing effort to always bring forth the best of African culture, thought, and practice, and a time of celebration of the good, the good of life and of existence itself, the good of family, community, and culture, the good of the awesome and the ordinary, and a word, the good of the divine, natural, and social. I love that. I like the part that says the good of the awesome and and the ordinary. Yeah. Yes. I like this holiday. Me I too. like everything that it is. <laughs> um, so I like this, and this is something I didn't know until I was reading about it, but Kwanzaa as the holiday is spelled with an additional A because from the original translation that I mentioned earlier, it only has one A. But for the holiday, they spell it with the additional A so that it will have a symbolic seven letters. I love that. I also like it because it separates the holiday from just the word itself. Yeah. It makes it a little easier. <laughs> it's almost like it makes it a proper noun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a, a letter at the end of the word yeah. makes the word a proper noun, sort oddly. Of. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like we said, Kwanzaa has its roots in the uh, Black Nationalist movie uh, movement movie. Wow. Oh, y'all. I'm tired today. I'm out of it. Oh, it's been a long week. It's been mm-hmm. a long week. Sorry, I just need a moment of meditation. Okay. <laughs> the Black Nationalist Movement uh-huh. of the 1960s. Um, so Karenga establishes it to help African Americans reconnect with their African cultural and historical heritage um, by studying African traditions and uh, a word that I'm not going to try to pronounce in Swahili, but the seven principles of African heritage. Right. So Carenza said that his goal was to give blacks an alternative to the existing holidays and give them the opportunity to celebrate themselves in their history rather than just imitating or assimilating into existing sort of societal celebrations and right. practices. Um, and I did... Okay, I read that on something, and um, I couldn't find the source because it was archived in the Wayback Machine online. That's fantastic. If, if you don't know what the Wayback Machine is, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, it's a thing, a search engine, I guess, technically, that will dig way back into the depths of the internet to find something for you, basically. Uh-huh. So if it's archived in the Wayback Machine, it's like, it's gone. It's been, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's been gone. I, just, I like put that in my notes because I was like, wow, that's really archived. <laughs> but I still believe it. Yeah. Um, later, Karinga sort of shifts his position on that um, to, so as to not alienate like practicing Christians who wanted Uh to celebrate Kwanzaa as well, because the original intent was like, you know, this is our own holiday, and we're going to not participate so much in the other ones. The other ones. (laughs) Um, But but that I just think it became like, that's not sustainable. Yeah. And you don't want to... I think his whole thing was that it wasn't about forcing people to give up things that they cared about in order to also celebrate this yeah yeah um so it would have been it would have been detrimental to everyone had that been the case yeah yeah so in his own um 
writing uh, Kwanzaa, A Celebration of Family, Community, and Culture from 1997, he said Kwanzaa was not created to give people an alternative to their own religion or religious holiday. Even though it was a little bit. I mean, it wasn't. It, it, <laughs> right, but he had just about, stated otherwise before. If we're talking about religious beliefs and holidays, no, it wasn't created to tell you you can't do that anymore. Yeah. So Karinga creates the seven principles of Kwanzaa in 1965. So a year before the holiday is like official, he sets right. up the seven principles. And they comprise, again, another Swahili word I don't know that I'm going to know how to say. <laughs> Kawaita, I'm not I'm not positive about that. Um, but it means common. And so each day of Kwanzaa is dedicated to one of the principles. Right. Um okay. Wait, sis, I'm gonna do something in the notes. Okay. Oh, she's numbering the principle. This was an issue last time, so I'm making it easier Thank for Anna. You. <laughs> I oh got God. you. I just had this thought, and I figured it would make life easier for everyone involved. Yes, thank you so much. Great. Okay, got you. So we're gonna talk about the seven principles now. <laughs> I am spoilers. Not, I am not gonna attempt to say them in Swahili, so I'm only gonna say them in English. But again, you can go onto the Kwanzaa official website if you want to read the Swahili words. Um, okay, so principle one, day one, is unity. To strive for and to maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Principle two is self-determination. To define and name ourselves as well as to create and speak for ourselves. I love that that's a principle of the holiday. That's not something you would see, you know, in any other holiday, really. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I like it. I don't know. I haven't studied as many other holidays enough to know that for sure. But yeah, you're yeah. probably right. I mean, it was part of the creation of the holiday. Yeah. You know. Um, so three is collective work and responsibility. To build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters problems our problems and to solve them together. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, four is cooperative economics. To build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses, and to profit from them together. This is a big part of, like, the, the Black Power movement, too. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. That's yeah. supporting, supporting each other in every aspect of life. Yeah, well, and yeah. allowing yourselves to become economically independent yeah. of the, like, oppressive society that basically wants you to integrate into it without giving yeah. you any of the benefits of that society. Yeah. Support Black businesses, like, for real. Yeah. Like, really do it. I'm not saying that as part of the spiel. Do, like, do it for real. Like, actually do that. <laughs> um, five, day five, uh, principle five is purpose. To make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Mm-hmm. Six is creativity. To do always as much as we can in the way we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. I love that. That, I'm I'm not trying to make a joke. It reminds me of the Girl Scout law. Yes. Oh my gosh, it really does. Because that was like a thing. Oh, I was yeah. a Girl Scout. My sister was a Girl Scout. We were both Girl Scouts. And it was like a thing. Everywhere you went as a Girl Scout was like, leave it better than, than you found it. I found it. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. 
I will do my best to be honest and fair, friendly and helpful, considerate and caring, courageous and strong, and responsible for what I say and do, and to respect myself and others, respect authority, use resources wisely, and make the world a better place, and to be a sister to every Girl Scout. Love it. Yeah. I mean, they don't say that specifically in the Girl Scout law, but also you found that really fast. I'm impressed. Thank Um, you. (laughs) But that was like, I just remember everywhere we went with the Girl Scouts of America, that was like part of whatever we were doing. Yeah. I didn't realize how similar that was to the, to the Girl Scout law until you said that. (laughs) I just, it just, it made me think of it just now. Uh, And then principle seven is faith. Um, to believe with all our hearts in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. I love that. Yeah. I love all and, of these. I think they're wonderful. And I think it's cool that that's the one they celebrate on, like, New Year's Day. Yeah. I don't know why. I just like it. Yeah. <laughs> so there are also seven symbols of Kwanzaa. I will tell you about them now. Um, again, not in I don't Swahili. know why you did that like that, but I liked I don't it. Know. I don't know. That's Apparently. how we should start every episode. Here's my topic. About it I will tell you about it now. Um, I'm also not going to read these in Swahili because, again, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it. Um, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say it bad. Um, so the first is the crops. So these are symbolic of African harvest celebrations and of the rewards of productive and collective labor. Uh, The mat, and this is symbolic of the tradition and history and therefore the foundation on which we build. So like throughout the celebrations, the other symbols are placed upon the mat. Right. Now this one I will say, the canara, because that's the name of it, is the candle (laughs) holder. So this looks like similar to a menorah mm-hmm. um that is used during hanukkah and it's the the thing that holds the candles that right. are lit throughout the celebrations um symbolic of our roots are parent people con- continental africans i almost said continental and i was like that's not a word <laughs> continental he's almighty i'm losing it <laughs> uh the corn this is symbolic of our children and our future which they embody i love that corn and crops are two different symbols i understand that they represent different things but i just find it odd i don't but i do you know what i mean (laughs) i didn't even think about it until you said it and i was like oh i guess corn technically is a crop it's a crop (laughs) but it's this this specific crop represents this specific thing yes there's a lot of emphasis on the children in in kwanzaa and yeah I love that. I, I do there's, too. There's an emphasis on the relationship between adults and children. Which is awesome. And, and that like be a thing everywhere all the time. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Rogers would love it. Yes. Yes, he would. I've been thinking a lot about Mr. Rogers lately. Anyway. Same. We saw the movie, etc. Yes. My friend got me a, a Mr. Rogers pop figure for Christmas. Cute. And lived my best life. <laughs> Cute. I know somebody... I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted, but I know somebody here in Pittsburgh who um, collects because they put out a lot of special edition Mr. Rogers pop figures and they're usually like exclusive to one store or whatever and this Uh person collects them all that's amazing if you don't know Mr. Rogers is from Pittsburgh so he's a very big deal where I live he's like an enormous deal where I live there's a statue of him in my city Mm -hmm. and um, 
yeah, this person collects all of the different, like, special editions ones. So the one you got, he has, and then he's got a bunch of other ones, too. That's fantastic. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Anyway. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> it was a wild, wild deviation from what we were Sorry. talking about. <laughs> um, the next symbol is the seven candles. Of course, they are placed in the Canara, um, and they represent the seven principles, uh, the matrix and minimum set of values which African people are urged to live by in order to rescue and reconstruct their lives in their own image and according to their own needs. Hmm. Um, the unity cup, symbolic of the foundational principle and practice of unity, which makes all else possible. And the gifts, they are symbolic of the labor and love of parents and the commitments made and kept by the children. And then there are two supplemental symbols that aren't like the official symbols, but they're usually used throughout Kwanzaa. Right. Um, the first being the flag, the black, red, and green flag. It's the um, Pan-African flag. The Pan-African flag, yes. Uh, black flag representing the people, red for their struggle, and green for the future and hope that comes from their struggle, um, based on the colors that Marcus Garvey gave us, the national colors for African people mm-hmm. all over the world. When we've talked about Marcus Garvey before mm-hmm. on the podcast, so find it if you haven't <laughs> listened yet. Um, and then the other supplemental symbol is the the poster of the seven principles, which right. is typically displayed during the holiday. Um, so... During Kwanzaa, families that celebrate usually decorate their household with art, um, colorful African cloth like kente. Um, women typically wear caftans. Uh, fresh fruit is displayed and used as decoration um, that represents uh, African idealism. Mm-hmm. Which that one must be rough to come by if you live in like a cold place in December. Yeah, you're not getting, getting the fresh, fresh fruit. fruit yeah, it's cold, y'all. So each day of Kwanzaa, there's the candle lighting ceremony. Again, we talked about the Kanara and the candles that go in it. Um, And so they do that each night of the holiday. And it gives them, it gives people the opportunity to gather together to discuss the meaning of Kwanzaa and the meaning of the principle for that day. The black candle is placed in the center and it's lit first. And that's the unity candle. And then... You know, each one candle is lit each evening, and each candle represents a different principle. Right. Etc. Etc. I just I felt like that sentence like ended, but didn't sound like it ended. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the general holiday greeting for Kwanzaa, so if you want to tell someone you hope that they enjoy their Kwanzaa, is a joyous Kwanzaa. I love that. Yeah, me too. That's so good. The word joyous is a good word. I love the word joyous. And we need to use it more. Joyous and joyful, two very good words. Yes. Um, And then each day, there's a different greeting in Swahili. So, um, like, if I came to your Kwanzaa celebration, you would say to me, Habarigani, and then I would say the principle for that day. So you would say Habarigani, which is directly translates to like, how are you? But it, I don't know, it might have a different translation. You say Habarigani, and if it were the first night, I would say Umoja, which is unity. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. Right, 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 right. Right, right, right. We are so tired, can you tell? Oh, man, I'm I'm not well today. <laughs> um, so 
Other aspects of a Kwanzaa celebration, there might also be drumming and music. Um, she's going to laugh when I say this word. Oh, no. Libations. Ah, yes. It's my favorite word. <laughs> it's a good word. It's, the, rid- it's know, a ridiculous word, and I love it. I don't think it's a ridiculous word. It's just a word we don't use very often. Yeah, yes, that's what it is. It's We don't use it, and when we do use it, it's usually like... It sounds out of place. Yeah. It's, because it's yes. not a commonly used word. It has aged, and it didn't come with us. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, that's kind of true. But usually it's like people drink from the unity cup and they pass it around. Right. Libations. Libations. You know. Um... A reading of the African Pledge and the Principles of Blackness, discussions about Pan-African colors, um, the principle of that day, a chapter of African history, um, artistic performance. And then there's a feast, which I believe happens this New Year's Eve. So the night before the last day, I think. I'm going to look that up because I want to make sure that's right. Sorry, excuse me, Googling. I'm not as fast as Amanda. <laughs> yeah, New Year's Eve is when that happens. So, Right. The last, like, real night before you move into the last day. Right. Of the holiday. Um, so, like we kind of talked about at first, people who observed this holiday didn't mix the traditions of, of Kwanzaa and its symbols with other holidays because the initial belief... And the sort of more uh, traditional belief, I guess, or the strictest reading of the holidays principles, for lack of a better way of putting it, um, would say that that would violate the principle of self-determination and Uh therefore violate the, the integrity of the holiday. Right. Which, you know, makes sense. Again, I just think that became less sustainable as time went on um and you know nobody's gonna stop you from celebrating both christmas and kwanzaa right uh gifts are usually given to the children and this is straight from the kwanzaa website and they said that the gifts must always include a book and a heritage symbol the book is to emphasize the african value of tradition and learning stressed since ancient egypt and the heritage symbol to reaffirm and reinforce the African commitment to tradition and history. Hmm. Um, so January 1st, the last day of Kwanzaa, is the day of meditation or day of assessment. So reflecting back and considering certain questions. And these are from the Kwanzaa website. The questions considered or meditated upon are, who am I? Am I really who I say I am? And am I all I ought to be? Mm. I really like this being a part of the last day. And like, I like the time of like when they chose to set this holiday with that like week leading leading up to the Mm -hmm. new year and like leading into the new year, because the so much of the holiday is about like reflection and then like preparing and being actionable about like the coming year and like working together i just think that's cool it makes sense the time of year that it was set you know i also like the idea of using the first day of the year as a day to reflect rather than 
immediate action. Yeah, I feel like New Year's Day has become like a thing where people are like, and now I'm going to do this because it's a new year and I'm starting this now or starting again. And that's fine. But I think that it's also like the idea of also using that day to say, well, okay, this is where I am now. Here's where Mm -hmm. I was before. Instead of like putting all this pressure on that all having to be, because I feel like all that we have this idea in our heads, whether we acknowledge it or not, that we, but we feel like we should be done with that by the end of the last day of the year. Yeah. But that process should never really stop. No, it's, it should be a constant part. If you are going to improve in the new year, you should be reflecting on your needs and your plans for that action, you know? And that's yes. sort and of I what think, this does. I think reflecting and meditation and... I'm Sorry, I'm getting a little... <laughs> hippy dippy now because i'm a meditation person but i think reflecting and and on yourself is a good way is a good way to start things yeah so using that concept on day one of the new year while also having it be the end of a celebration i think is i just think it's great it pairs nicely sure okay yeah it's it's nice it works (laughs) i like is it wine and an entree yes (laughs) okay it is okay sure great (laughs) If you say so. So here are just like a few little facts. Fun facts. Before we wrap it up. Um, I'm going to switch them up in order from my notes. Um, Going rogue over here. Look at me. Kwanzaa is also celebrated in Canada, France, Great Britain, Jamaica, and Brazil. Nice. Many Brazilian cities have had Kwanzaa celebrations. Mm -hmm. Um, Starting in the 90s, the holiday started becoming more commercialized um and the first hallmark greeting card to be sold about kwanzaa was in 1992 which is the year i was born my friend that is so interesting yeah i never see kwanzaa cards me either but i live in the whitest state in the country so you know oh you know how it goes (laughs) i mean yeah i also grew up there so yep i sure do um, and I'm going to read this bit because I think it's good. Um, the first Kwanzaa stamp designed by Cynthia St. James was used by, was I'm sorry, was issued by the United States Post Office in 1997. And in the same year, Bill Clinton gave the first presidential declaration marking the holiday. That is wild. If Just I could do a Bill so Clinton long. impersonation, I would do one here. insert bill clinton impersonation that i'm not capable it's like a southern accent with like a uh, mixed in you know what i mean (laughs) he kind of groans but in southern uh, mixed in i mean he does yeah i don't think i can do one either i can't i'm not i don't know why i brought it up if i wasn't gonna try yeah i'm trying to see if my brain can formulate it and i don't think that it can (laughs) well that i mean that was quick but that's what i have on kwanzaa yeah, I like this holiday. It's a very good holiday. I love this holiday. It, I like all of the things that it stands for. I think it's cool that it was like created when it was and how the themes of each day speak to the like experience of African Americans in this country, especially in the 60s when it was created. Like, I just think it's very cool and it's cool that it is still celebrated um so much even though we have passed some of that in our country not all of it but you know yeah some of it It, 
in some ways. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I I always had a problem when I have always hated the way that people will I, I don't know that I want to say make fun of, but that's kind of what it is. Kwanzaa by just being like, oh, well, it's just a made up holiday. They dismiss like, it. Dismiss it. That's what it is. They're just like, oh, it's just a made up holiday, which is like, yeah, yeah every holiday is made up. Yeah. But also, no, because it's based off well, of existing yeah. holidays. It yes. was just sort of put together to fit an American, well, you know, whatever like it, it's it's everything is made up but also everything has roots and this has yeah roots. well like, that's the, that's what i was gonna say like every holiday is made up like it might be something that it, it has symbolic meaning but at some point somebody went now we're gonna celebrate this and it will be a holiday like that's how every yeah. holiday began just because yeah. this one began more recently doesn't mean that it doesn't have value and and i think the the real value of it is that it was this celebration born out of something that was very difficult and at times violent and um this need to create a space for yourself within a within a space you were brought into unwillingly initially right then saying like this is now we claim this yeah and we should and like celebrating that yeah I think it's a great holiday. And I always feel, um, I, I now having read more about it, feel like I, I know a few people in my life who celebrate Kwanzaa and I have just like never asked them about it. And reading about it, I was like, why didn't I, why didn't I learn about this earlier? Yeah. I mean, I know why, because I am in a place of white privilege and it's just not something I think about because it doesn't affect me and that's how I'm conditioned to be. But <laughs> I, 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 regret not knowing about it sooner knowing more about it sooner yeah it's a very very cool interesting holiday Mm -hmm. well um history is great but (laughs) today is cool too what's your favorite thing about modern times hooray it's my favorite (laughs) it's my favorite segment Welcome to Modern Times. It's a podcast or a segment of the podcast where we it's talk a podcast. about a it's whole a podcast. podcast. It's our spinoff no, it's podcast. A segment of a podcast. It's our spinoff podcast. That's what we do now. We don't talk about this anymore. No, it's a segment <laughs> of the podcast where we talk about things that we like about the here and now. Yeah, it's Modern Times. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. So for our holiday theme in Modern Times, I am going to say that one of my favorite things is advent calendars mm, yes Love no i know calendar. yeah i know advent calendars have been used for quite a long time i don't know when they began um because i've never looked into that and we're not talking about history we're talking about now <laughs> we're talking about modern times um <laughs> gosh darn it I don't, I don't know when they began but i love that they're like a thing now yeah like okay i have an advent calendar that i have had since my whole life like as far my back whole as life I, as far back as i can reach into my memory i have had this advent calendar and it's like a wooden calendar that's like it has a christmas tree and there are these little like magnetic toys that you put on to the tree mm-hmm. um one for each day december 1st through the 24th now i know advent is not always december 1st through the 24th if we're talking about the advent season but yes, this is, is how this year it is. Advent is always the first or the twenty first. No, no, it is not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not because it's based on the Sundays. 
Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. But I'm this sorry. year it is because December 1st was that Sunday. Yes. Mind blown, Amanda. You're yeah, welcome. I, no, I knew that. I just wasn't thinking because I wasn't paying attention to the Sundays. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, this year it is. But this is how we use them now, and I think that's great. Whether you think it's right to call them advent calendars or not, like, I think that's great. Yeah. And I also love this thing we do with advent calendars now where I don't, I don't know that other countries necessarily do this, but I know America does, and I think – the UK probably does. I don't know. I'm not positive. Theirs might be a little different. Um, but we do this thing now where we sell these like, they're like cardboard boxes that have little doors that you open, one for each day, and then you take a surprise out. There's little presents. Yeah, like some of them are candy. Chocolate is very popular for an advent calendar. Oh, yes. Uh, we've had chocolate ones before. Yeah. Um, some of them are like toys, uh, Legos, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I just think that's fun. It's, it's just like little, extends, it's tiny Christmases. It extends Itty the season. Christmases. Yeah. Which I'm all about. Yeah. I love advent calendars. Yes. They're very good. Uh, my modern times is... Christmas crafts. I love a Christmas craft. And I'm not necessarily talking about Christmas-themed crafts, although those are welcome here in this space. (laughs) But I'm just talking about (laughs) crafting at Christmas, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I just like sitting down in my pajamas and watching a Christmas movie and knitting a blanket, you know? like by the fire. Love it. It's the best it's nice to have something to do with my hands while I watch a Christmas movie I've seen yes. a million times. And also it's nice to like make presents for other people. And so I just enjoy crafting at Christmas time. Crafts are like a very comforting activity. Yeah. And adding that to Christmas. Yeah. It's like, ooh, it's so cozy and comfy. Last year at Christmas, I knit an enormous blanket, which I'm actually sitting under now. I'm Um, knitting as we speak. (laughs) But it was so nice to like sit with this blanket and like just make it while I was watching TV, like watching movies or drinking hot chocolate Mm -hmm. or like uh, or having a glass of wine or whatever. Like, it was just so festive. It's the best. It's the best. It just fits the season so well. A Christmas craft with a Christmas treat? Forget it. I'm set yeah. for life. <laughs> Forget it. Yeah. Good to go. <laughs> well, listeners, I hope you enjoyed our um, this holiday episode. Um, yes. Next time, Amanda's going to tell us about Hanukkah. Yes. I'm so excited to do an episode about Hanukkah. Woo-hoo. I love Hanukkah. Yeah, me too. Um, and then we'll be getting into the new year. We'll get into 2020. Yeah. Um, wow. Oh, yeah. wow. That's I wild. Know. Girl, I know. <laughs> um, we got some really nice suggestions from, um, Irish goddess who emailed us some suggestions. Uh, we will definitely be getting into some of those in the new year. Uh-huh. Um, some of them were already on our list, so she, <laughs> she was good to go. Yes. Um, so we'll get into some of those in the new year. And if anybody else has suggestions for topics they'd like us to talk about, um, you can email us at rememberthatpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at rttpod. 
Um, and you can find me all over the internet at the real Anna Webb. And I'm at ACW Nerdfighter. Can I say something really quick about my Twitter slash Instagram handle? <laughs> yes. I very recently in my life, I've been using this handle for a long time, like since high school, I think, maybe yeah. a little, maybe college. Um, and I realized like within the last year that when you read it, it looks like they're Alana Webb. Yes, it does. I have had people like from companies respond to my comments and go, hey, Alana. And I'm like, that's yeah. not my name. And I, and I was like, oh, man, that's kind of on me. But I didn't realize <laughs> it. I use it for so long. Yeah. And this is why in my professional life, because I respond to people on the Internet for a living, I never, when I'm responding to Instagram comments, use a name because I don't know if that's their name. And when you're responding to it, like, right from where you are, you can't – you don't know what their name is. They might not have it on their profile. (laughs) But I was like, oh, I feel so bad. Anyway, that's just my complaint in life. That What a a wonderful aside to leave the episode on. Yeah, great ending. Way to end on a rabbit trail. I brought it down. I'm sorry, you guys. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, we'll try again next time, and hopefully it'll be much more organized. (laughs) (laughs) And until the next time, remember that time. time.